Hey, everybody, welcome to Nerd Wars. Wah, 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 yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody, I'm Andy Signor. We're live here on Thursday on Popcorn Planet. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, man, it's been an interesting week. It's been an interesting week, and I'm so happy to be here with some actual friends, uh, some great guys. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. I want to. I got some thoughts on things, uh, how things have been going. My other friend, Jody, who may be dropping in at some point tonight. I know he's got some stuff, but he's trying to make an appearance. Uh, but we're here to talk about some news, have some fun with you, hang out. Uh, and our main event of, hey, what if they re re uh, recast Cyborg? Uh, who could be another cyborg? I just, no reason, you know, just cause, right guys? Uh, let's see who's here on the uh, chat, on the couch. Uh, we got my man, Chris, my Alfred to my Batman. Chris, what's up, my man? Hanging in there, you know, just another exciting day in the world of Popcorn Planet. <laughs> yep, Jody's Corner Popcorn Planet Worlds, uh, blew up this week. Uh, always good. You were there during the Yay Fisher moment. You were on screen. You, you got to see that. You were another witness to the fact that... Ray Fisher is slandering us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank yes, you. I... <laughs> so a lot of people don't want to admit it. Like a lot of people are like, well, you he said yay the first time, but he's clearly said gay the second time. Why would he have said yay Fisher, gay Fisher? It's like one fish, blue fish. What's he, Dr. Seuss? Makes no damn sense. Anyway, Damien is here as well. Damien, how are you? Uh, doing good, Andy. Doing good. I, I You know. Looking a little rough, been working hard. So. Well, I love it because you admit it. You, he, Damien's like actually like a work. He's not a YouTube guy. He doesn't care about any of this drama. He's like working. And so he had no clue even what's happened. So right before the stream, I'm like filling him in. He's like, damn. Uh, so <laughs> good to be here. We have somebody who's like out of the – so if we have somebody like who, who's more like, all right, I'm out of this. Let me let me offer some insight. Uh, it's nice to have uh, Damien here to give it to us. Uh, but good to see you, my man. How's the how's the other side coming? You guys should be checking out The Other Side, uh, Damien's short film, which will be soon turning into a feature-length film. Uh, yep. I'm going to – I'm gonna here, let me cut to it while you're talking. What Any, any update you want to give us? Um, we should be hearing from our first because uh, of the – because of the Bud Light, um, a lot of the, uh, uh, what you call it, um, moving film festivals, uh, they were delayed. And so now they're all going virtual. So we're going to start hearing from them uh, tomorrow, actually, uh, when, you know, you know, the acceptance and stuff like that. And uh, the script, uh, I could say, is uh, completed. We're going through a, a little bit of revisions. So I'll be tapping you for some opinions on that here in a little bit. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, we're moving forward, chugging along. I don't know why. There it is. All right, I found it. I was like, why can't I find this? There it is. You guys can find the other side. Official trailer. Uh, check it out. It's sick. You can go look over there. Go subscribe to uh, Damien's uh, awesome short. In fact, I'll link this right now in the comments. Go check that out. Go give it some love. Uh, but awesome. And then we also got uh, Adon. What's up, my man? Adon, a.k.a. Nerd Tots. How you doing, man? Good. Always a pleasure to be here, man. Glad that I could support any way I can. Uh, always good to see you. Uh, yeah, so Nerd Tots, let's plug you right out. I want to get to our plugs. I want to get my plugs for my, my friends out the way right out the beginning. So everybody's watching, cool. Ghost checks it out. Go subscribe over to Nerd Tots as well, where you can catch DV, uh, D and D, uh, and uh, Don, the most chillest D and D player in the world. Uh, what else do you guys do there? Uh, well, we're gonna be going into doing some uh, like roundtable discussions similar to what we do here, but uh, we're gonna start doing videos where we're playing Magic online and uh discussing about uh our we have some big manga fans so we're going to start talking about japanese comics and so forth cool i'll be there i'm excited to see it. check it out uh all right well uh we have uh, i think lewis and um jody might be dropping in so 
Uh, they'll interrupt if that happens. In the meanwhile, we got plenty of, plenty of us to talk about. Oh, here, man, push this over. Uh, so let's get to it. Oh, I do want to plug one thing for everybody before we get to our main event. And then you guys, oh, and I saw a chat, a couple chats. Thank you guys. Bring them in. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, uh, Rika Lewis says, I believe Joss Whedon. I believe Jeff Johns. It's interesting. I, look, I don't, I want to know more facts. That's how I work. And what's really sad is if Joss Whedon and Jeff Johns did do something to me, Ray Fisher's pettiness by calling out, uh, Jody for something he didn't do to me puts everything in, in jeopardy. So it's like, I'm not trying to attack Ray. I'm a, I'm defending my friend. And it's been really frustrating because there's been a lot of people just attacking us both and condemning me for standing by a friend. And I, as they just don't know me and it, and I, and guys, it's kind of fun. Cause it's like, I'm like, wow, I guess my thing's over. <laughs> like people, <laughs> people have forgotten about like what happened to me that I was canceled, that all my friends turned to me. Like they don't even know anymore because it's so still stuck in my head because it's never going to go away. Uh, but it's been amazing to sort of realize, oh, people just start moving on. Like I didn't do, you know, so that, that's a weird thing to get adjusted to. But, you know, after everything I've been through, yeah, if I see my a friend getting slandered and I know and I was there and I know what he said, I'm not going to let Ray Fisher, who claims to be above it all, Attack him is really what I, I see happening. I mean, I, I, I want to talk more about that. But, yeah, as for I believe Joss Whedon and Jeff Johns, look, I, I, I believe due process. If you got something to say, say it. Come out with it. Don't t- keep teasing it. It's like Ray Fisher's, like, clickbaiting his abuse. And to me, that's just not how you do it. So I don't, I don't think that's me attacking. I think that's me having an opinion. And he doesn't like it because – so I clearly doesn't like it. Juan Matos, thank you, man. I love that the cult will spin this as you spreading hate, even though Ray is legit gaslighting uh, hate towards Jody. I mean, facts. Sadly, that is facts. Uh, people don't want... I, I've seen a lot of uh, people are doing streams about it now, calling us out. For those of you who are un- unaware, uh, my friend Jody uh, was on a stream with me. We, we've been having this sort of back and forth about Ray Fisher because, I, I look, I don't like people making accusations without proof, you know, or like at least explaining what the accusations are uh, and he hasn't. And so we've been sort of, you know, we, we had his back. We've, we defended him. We were like, yeah, let's hear the scoop. Weeks have gone by. And then more and more, he just sort of moves the posts and shows other people complaining. And it's like, I don't know that, that that's not how I, how I roll. And so it got, came to a head when then Ray was watching our feed. Um, we caught him watching and uh, blocking our accounts and just and then called me a racist, called Jody a uh, homophobic person. And it just, th- th- that was when the, the lines have crossed. So now I was done talking about Ray Fisher, but he's made it now a thing. And uh, yay, Fisher is something that needs to exist until he apologizes. And these, you know, low level bloggers who keep putting lies out there defaming us. Uh, this isn't about like us being criticized and can't handling it. It's a slander. It's slander when you call someone homophobic and it spreads to tens of thousands of people and gets to studio executives because Ray Fisher put it out there. Um, that's not the same as just, hey, man, don't, you can't handle the heat. No, that's slander, and that's not cool. He should correct it. He may have made a mistake, but at this point, it seems clear he's standing by his mistake. Uh, Shannon's in the chat. Hey, Shannon. Uh, Bud Light has turned to Don, rocking the Tom Hanks from Castaway. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> you just need a Wilson, a Don. As a, I, I, I think I do have a Wilson. <laughs> you do? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Your your version of Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, awesome. Well, so anyway, so that's Yay Fisher. That's why we're, again, we're just talking about this because hey, it's Nerd Wars. We talked about, you know, you guys are reminding me. We talked about recasting Superman. We've we've recasted every Justice League. I'm not attempting to cancel Ray Fisher. I've heard rumors that people don't want to work with him. That's a reality. Um but hey man, 
Uh, just don't put out false stuff, and I got no beef with you, man. Uh, but let's talk about, you know, who else could play uh, Cyborg. That's, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, but before I do that, I do want to unplug, and then I'll go back to you guys to get your thoughts on anything else you want to add to this. Uh, but this Saturday night, guys, go over to Movie World uh, and set an alert because uh, we did a show way back called Interns of Field that I'm immensely, immensely proud of. Uh, it's like a parody of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was a big budget production that was on Screen Junkies Plus ages ago. And I don't know what the hell happened to it. No one wants to talk about it or admit it. It feels like it's just lost in the ether. And that's not cool with me. I got cast and crew people always asking, where can I point to that? Where can people see it? Um, it's too good to just leave it out there. So I'm putting it out in the world. I, I was executive producer, writer, creator. I'm sick of this. Uh, putting it out in the world. If I'm not allowed to put it in the world, someone feel free to message me. I've publicly announced this is going out in the world on Saturday, 8 p.m. We'll be streaming it live just so people can see it. Uh, and so I want you guys to go check it out. Go set an alert. Go uh, watch Interns of Field with me if you've never seen it. It's really fun. I think we were ahead of our time. We were learning as we went, and we shot it in 12 days at an immensely low budget. Uh, and I'm working on a cast and crew reunion. The cast will come back. We're going to do a, a show here at some point where we do a, ca a live. Re so watch it this Saturday and then stay tuned. We're going to do a fun look back, inside scoop on uh, this show, what it was like making it, doing a scripted narrative, why it didn't do well. All that stuff we'll be getting into it. So go check out Movie World. Uh, go subscribe to Movie World if you haven't already. And uh, go set the alert for Interns of Field. I'll put the link in there as well if you guys, the mods, want to help share that. Uh, get ready. And then members... I saw a lot of members join. If you guys want to become a member, now's a good time because during that stream, I'll hold, I'll hold a members-only audio commentary live that you can sync up with the, everybody else's premiere. Uh, so the in, the uh, the members will get uh, hear me watching it with you guys in between the credits and stuff, uh, sharing my insight of and, and some some early you know behind-the-scenes scoops that I'm only going to tell members. So join a member today. You'll get special stuff in the uh, chat, obviously already. You'll be supporting the channel, and you'll be able to join those members-only streams when we got them. So thank you. You guys for all that support uh so let's get to uh, and i see some people thank you marco said it's hilarious xavier i remember watching the pilot yeah and then the rest of it was no one knew how to get it it was not marketed it was it was such a bummer uh but it's enough let's get it out there let's make sure people see it that's what it should be for and, and i th it doesn't seem like anyone's doing anything with it from what i've heard so uh i don't even know who where I, let's put it out in the world that's all i say all right let's get to this fight shall we guys who would be uh the best cyborg uh, I want to go around and actually get some thoughts, though, on the current state of Cyborg and Justice League and everything. Was Cyborg an important character to you? Do you feel like Ray Fisher did a great job and that he should definitely keep going? Or do you think we could, you know, figure out a new approach to this? Let's start with you, Damien. What were your thoughts on things? Um, you know, Cyborg is, you know, I, I, my relationship with Cyborg, Cyborg um, comes in twofold. It's, you know, the cartoon and, of course, Teen Titans and things of that nature. And some of the stuff that I got from the comic books. So Cyborg has always been, to me, um, someone who is troubled but masks it with, with his, you know, with his humor. Um, he always, you know, works and he jabs with Flash and depends if he's in Justice League or Teen Titans, doesn't matter. He's always jabbing with somebody. He was, he's always at, and they kind of played that up a little bit in, um, Justice League, but I felt like they were so sad and depressed and dead. Um, uh, he was portrayed the way I believe the director wanted him to be portrayed in, in, in that film, but um, he's more than that. I mean, that he's more than just um, a brooding ex-football player and with daddy issues. He's got he's got some comedic. He's got some you know he had, he has some humor to him, and I miss that. Um, so I was okay with the way they portrayed it because I know what they were trying to do with Justice League, but it wasn't, I consider it to be like 
that's not the cyborg I wanted to see. Fair enough. Okay, Don, where do you stand? Um, I'm actually along the same lines. Like I, my familiarity with Cyborg was more from the cartoons that growing up. Uh, I did get familiar with him in the comics, uh, and where I've seen him be serious. But my my favorite portrayal of him was the one where it was, like he said, where he was masking his pain and his hurt through humor at times. But you will see times where it will shine through. And that movie didn't give us that. And I understand, just like Damien does, that it was for that story. And so I can't knock the actor for that. But uh, I really do think there's potential to redo it and do it better. And uh, the way that original Justice League ended and how before everything recently happened, I honestly thought that they were just going to replace them anyways. Because I thought they were just going to reboot the whole DC universe from the get-go. So I wouldn't have been surprised if they would have had something in the works for replacing him regardless. Interesting. I mean, my, my, uh, uh, my whole thing was just like, I could, I, I, I understand that they didn't give him his due in that movie. Like, I do want to say that fairly because it sounds like it was completely edited and Zach had a bigger part for Ray Fisher, Cyborg and Justice League. And apparently Zach's new cut will, you know, obviously fix that and give us more to do. So, there could be more there. Obviously we are going to see, but my whole problem still is like, I, I, I'm with you guys. I'm, I need some more humor. And if this, tr- if this rumor that he was like, he, he didn't want to say booyah is correct, which I gotta be honest, the more and more I'm seeing and this, what he's doing, like I wouldn't have believed it, but now, okay, maybe I, I could believe that. And to me, that's just not the right attitude. Like why not have some energy, some humor to sort of try to compensate for the darkness. And um, I, I, cause there's a lot of them out there, but yeah, like teen Titans and versions of there, like what's sort of what I'm used to for cyborg. Um, and that would be nice to have that. I don't, if they were to do a cyborg solo movie, which is some people have assumed maybe could happen uh, like on HBO max or something. The, the Ray Fisher cyborg as is to me would be pretty boring. Like I'd want them to do like a Thor overhaul, right. To like make them a little bit more interesting, like give them something else to do. Do you know what I mean? Cause I feel like, you know, the first sort of Thor is like, he's just kind of boring, right. He's too serious. And that, that shtick wears off. Like if you're going to use it, you got to sort of change him anyway. So whether they kept him or recast him, I, I do want to see a sort of an adjustment of that character in the future. Now in, ju- in Zach's vision, whatever, get that out, do what he's got to do. I, I do support this, but I'm talking moving forward from after Zack Snyder's justice league. Who do we still want him? Uh, Chris, did you have anything you want to chime in before I, we go to our picks? Yeah, I, it, I definitely agree with everybody on the, the humor thing. And what was interesting is they seem to give the comedic relief to, to Aquaman and, and the, this Justice League rather than to Cyborg, which in most Justice League stories, Aquaman's never comedic relief. He's super serious uh, from like about you know protecting Atlantis and, and taking care of stuff, while Cyborg's usually the comedic relief. So, um, well, let's ask uh, let's ask a man who's got an op- op- opinion about this. <laughs> What's up, Jody? <laughs> Jody's in the building. Yeah, what's good? Can you guys hear me? I got you now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good timing, man. We just started talking about uh, who should play, uh, who should play, uh, uh, should we, who should play Cyborg? Uh, uh, what do you think? Should, should, do you want Ray Fisher to play Cyborg, Jody? 
after lying on me and slandering my name and causing some toxic cancerous behavior all over Twitter and trying to wreck and cancel me, uh, I'm going to say no. He shouldn't be cyborg. How about that? This fool should get excommunicado and get himself up out of there naturally. But, you know, that's a personal feeling of mine. Yeah, well, but standing I, out object. Uh, can you can you, you can hear me? Your right? mic. I think you're on the wrong mic, but we can fix it. I heard. I we can hear you. It just sounds far away. But yeah, clearly oh. as he's fixing that, Jody's oh. obviously got a reason to make this personal. Um, because as, we. I mean, we both do. You, granted, he put your name out there more. I'm just the guy laughing. But uh, yeah, no, Jody, you have every reason to be upset uh, for it. But take. I mean, I know you also are a. Uh, you're able to be unbiased. Stepping that away. Did you have an issue yeah, with him? Yeah. Did you have an issue with him before all even this drama happened? No, I didn't. I really didn't, bro, because I actually, I actually liked him. I'm fixing my microphone right now. Oh, yeah, it's on the wrong thing. A lot of people now suggesting Jody a cyborg. I- yeah, there you go. I got you now. Cool. All right. So. Uh, listen that voice, man. <laughs> thanks. What's up, Damien? What's up, uh, Adon and Alfred? What's up, y'all? What's up? So I'm going to say, look, stepping back, I actually liked him as an actor in the film. I think he was like. Gal was my favorite, the Wonder Woman, but Ray Fisher was probably the best actor in that movie. And I had his back and I was like, yo, every scene that I saw him in, I bought it. As an actor, I bought it. And I, I really was intrigued by his cyborg. He was one of the better parts of the film. Even though he wasn't really in the film that that much and have that much dialogue, he was still solid, man. And, and that's why it's crazy to know that he came at me with this personal stuff. But taking the personal stuff to the side, I think he actually could be cyborg. I think he should probably stay cyborg if I'm taking my personal bias of what I think about him to the side and the way he acts. But if if we if I take me personally, does that mean that the the Jeff John stuff still counts too? What do you mean? The calling people out, you know, him calling people oh, out. Oh yeah, and sure. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, he's. I guess, yeah. He's still going to be. Per- he's going to apologize. Let's assume he apologizes to you, but still everything else is back out there. Yeah, even so, then I, I still don't trust him. I think he's a liar. So that's me personally. But professionally, standing back, you know, having the allegations out on on three people at D.C. without actually saying anything besides your barber didn't get credit is not really a good look. So professionally, I know a lot of people in Hollywood are looking at his behavior. A lot of people in Hollywood are seeing how he just left things out for weeks and weeks and weeks with still to this day without giving out anything. But he's over there on Twitch video gaming these games and acting like nothing is, is the problem and going on Instagram saying how he ups black men and, and supports them and stuff. But it seems like he does. He's not being professional. You know, what I'm saying you're supposed to be the consummate professional, even when you're going through drama and things are aren't really all that clear. You're supposed to, you know, play that professional role, let things roll like Henry Cavill did. Henry Cavill very much. He should take a page out of Henry Cavill's book for dealing with situations like this. But he didn't, and he put those accusations out there. And I know not just Warner Brothers, Universal, Sony, uh, 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 Paramount, all these other companies are looking at it, and they're not going to want to hire this man, not only a cyborg, but I think he's going to have issues for any other role, for that matter. Yeah, I mean, sadly, I, I'm with you, man. I, 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 Again, we had no beef with this guy, with Ye Fisher, until he – made it personal for all of us and that to me is what's frustrating about all this because it's like yep. he says he's above it all and I'll, I'll say it he's he's being a hypocrite um because right. he says he's above it all don't engage but yet notice we're the only two he's he's called out joss whedon you know warner brothers andy signor <laughs> joey's going i mean it's like because we're the ones sort of talking back right and that to me just shows he does care and that's that's just come on man then call everybody out or you know 
Uh, and, and, and he says, I don't play into the toxicity. I'm not for yeah. the drama and all that. But he dived headfirst into drama based off of a lie in order for his own personal vendetta of being part of the Snyder cult to be smirched my name, to be smirched somebody who was critical of him. So well, and I would argue beyond it's beyond the cult because I'm sure there's a lot of regular, normal Snyder fans who just see Way Fisher and so, oh, I don't even know this, Jody. Screw you. You know what I mean? Like, that's what happens when yeah, you're when you're a celebrity and you're a fan. You just yeah. assume, well, why would he lie, right? And so that's the problem for me. I still, I still, there's still a part of me that because I have subscribers that are down for Jody's corner that I love, who lo- love Snyder and support Snyder's Justice League movie, and they're not the cult. So I know that there's Snyder fans out there that are not with this cultist, toxic, trash, slanderous behavior. So I, 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 I'm of the mindset that. Ray Fisher, yes, he handled this completely wrong, but I do feel like that he he was able, he was willing to tear down, to tear me down in order to make himself feel better for his own personal reasons. And that ties into what John Berg said, how you were so arrogant on set that it made it was a task for you, and you didn't want to for a while to say booyah. You couldn't say booyah? Come on, man. That's on, the line. Fisher, man. <laughs> Come on, Yay Fisher, to not say the slogan of the character, and when all these people what, look, it just shows arrogance, man. Because let's let's talk about Yay Fisher is not really a known actor like that. He comes off of Broadway, and very very few people know Broadway actors anyway. Comes into Hollywood, gets a great role, Cyborg, a third party character. He's last on the list as far as popularity, and here he is trying to fight for his own. Got his family rooting for him and stuff. He's a black man on the cast, and he feels the tremendous pressure. But then again. He doesn't want to play his part to the film and say "booyah." That's whack, bro. I'm sorry. No matter no matter what film or fandom we're talking about here, we're being a rookie. Because if this was the NBA, he's a rookie, greenhorn all the way. To tell the coach and the captain, "Nah, I don't want to do that." That's wild. And naturally, other coaches talk. Coaches talk to GMs. GMs talk to owners, and that's how you end up out the NBA. AKA Hollywood. Right. And so it's interesting to me because I've seen he's out there doing more tweets because I'm, I'm paying attention because I'm waiting for him to, to reply to you. But he's out there like showing how he talked about two women who were sort of uh, pushed out of the, the industry. And he's sort of like doing this stuff to paint himself about to be the, third the victim, woman. right? So he's just like trying anything he can point at. And I, and I, it triggers me because I lived through something like this when that woman came at me with lies and had no evidence. What did she do? She put out a wide net to say, this guy's abusive. I will listen yep. to you. Come forward. We believe you. And then all these little things trickled in. And then when all those little things trickle in and add up, then suddenly, oh, he's a monster. Look at all this because I'm all reading it through the lens of abusive, right? And that's what he's doing right now. And, he, and I, of course, I'm going to call that out. That's not me attacking. That's me asking questions. And we all should do that. I did a thread today because I, you, all this happened to you really made me think. And it, it reminded me a lot of what I went through because this is just, this is not okay in the world we live Cancel in right culture now. Is not, Cancel not culture exists. It is a problem, and, and I'm grateful to it in a way, weird way, not that you got through this, but it's opened my eyes to a lot of other people who I feel like been lurking from the side. I had some own friends in my life who I had, who I made sure I, I closed the door on. Um, I saw people you know, closing the door on me, and I was like, yes, thank you for clarifying so I can make sure I don't have to fake this with you anymore. <laughs> you know, like there was a lot of stuff that sort of opened up because, you know, 
people were just jumping on the bandwagon because I feel like Ray opened up this opportunity for anybody that hated you or I to suddenly feel validated to say, oh, good, see, I knew we were allowed to hate these people. Screw them. F them. Yeah, and and that's, to me, like what people don't understand about cancel culture it's like that's that's how it all that's how the ball like loses control. You and I, and I and I and go check out my tweets. It's a pin tweet in there, but I I tried to break it down. And even as I was writing, it's like I should just write a book on this because I really can. I have a lot of experience in sort of what that is, and I've talked to so many people experience. But it really just starts with one accusation from one person, and not always that's not always true or accurate. It's like a, emotions, right? It's 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 a choice. Someone's feeling angry or hurt, and, and there's something there, and it's it's one side. And then, you know, that gets some attention and then other people who hate that person jump on and say, well, yeah, they did this, they did this, check this clip out, da, da, da. and they just all pile on. And then what happens is people tweet summaries of that stuff, right? And then suddenly new people are seeing, oh, this guy's a, a you know, trans, everything, like they start throwing more things at it. And then suddenly it's out of control and it just blows out. And then, you know, people don't even know where it came from, who people are who are being canceled and just follow the mob. They follow the sheep. I mean, and it's ironic that, Ray Fisher keeps saying hashtag Borg life because that's what they're doing, right? It's like resistance is futile. They are being, they're all just assimilated into following like sheep, whatever the celebrity or the high, you know, their influencer says. Uh, and it's like, I'll call some people out. Like John Roca, like how dare John Roca hit you, like try to attack you. Dude's I'm like, on his sheet now, bro. Dude's I'm like, on his talk about right toxic now, masculinity. I'd be I like, just saw it today. That's why I just start talking about. <laughs> but it's it. like, nerve this motherfucker. And I wouldn't talk it up if he's not. But if you're gonna come at us, I'm gonna come back. Like I had to pause him from movie fights several times because of how aggressive and toxic his screaming at people was. Like there were women who complained about it. And I'm not saying that to cancel him, but I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy of like, shut up, John. Ro- Don't get it. This has nothing to do with you. You have no place in this argument. And then there's people like Matt Jarbo who are out there being the moral equivalent of trying to tell us what we do who this man has said the n-word in in comedy videos and people don't talk like i'm just sick of it i'm I'm sick of this hypocrisy in this town of these you know these virtuous people who are so much better it's like even if you had said gay even if you had said it i wouldn't i wouldn't have liked it personally but that's not that what what, be upset with you say it it's not homophobic exactly educate you like say you know what that's not cool anymore we don't say that shouldn't say and 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 i I agree and i would i would have told you that so it's like frustrating me like even if you had said it though and you didn't let's have a conversation right let's not be like Mm -hmm. this is there's no place for this homophobia conversation screw that cancel him (laughs) it's 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 unbelievable and and i'm glad that you brought that up about cancel culture because tomorrow's stream is going to be headlined about canceling cancel culture bro that's what the headline of the stream is i'm gonna have ray fisher be able to call in if he wants to no he won't but i'm gonna be identifying and talking about cancel culture and how we need to cancel it and if you have time i would like you to come on so you can totally. talk about you, I know your that, own experience with cancel culture. that is a personal thing to me down for me i'm happy to be yeah, anytime you need anybody anybody on here if you guys ever right. need anything to I'm, help gonna, with that. I'm gonna be flaming people tomorrow including the toe that you talked about the racist toe well and it's like, like look i, I hate word. bringing it up because it's like he, he is such he is now such I know a, why he hates me. He's now such a toxic he person. Me. He's such a, I, I get why he hates me. I have tried me. so. I have tried so hard oh, to not it. speak his name and talk about it. He's made countless oh. videos. He is. Bruh. He's. He's harassed me on text. Try like he tried. He had the gall to like tell me great coverage with Ray Park. Uh, can you hook me up with more information about his wife? You know what's that's always smooth. I'm like, and I wrote him back. I'm like, dude, I don't ever. I meant it. I don't want to ever engage with you. Stop messaging me. And then he used that in a stream. Like he is such a toxic person. And that's the point of like these are the types of people who are 
telling us that we should be better, educating us on how to be better when they're the biggest clickbaiters, you know, uh, you know, clout chasers that there are. Like we're clout chasers because we make video about the news. But no, like they can't get clicks when they do the news. So they got to get clicks on the drama and they got to do it week after week after Everybody week. Everybody watch that video. I'll just put in there and get your sheet wrecked. Watch the racist at watch the whole video to the end, too. Well, and then the, your critics are like, man, he's, he need, he's, they need therapy. He just tanked his career. Jody's a, I can't believe he did. They just don't get it. They're not listening the to you. It's about to come down because the same person, Larry Bird, who came at me, used him on his show to come at me. It ruins it all. He was willing to get with a racist, align with a racist, to try to say that I'm toxic for show. Well, and here's my problem. Toxic. Here's my problem. This, this is why this cult, these idiots online, they don't understand what they're doing. This is what Ray Fisher also doesn't know what he's doing. If you start coming at people with, he, I think he said this. We all know what the outcome of that is. That, that's what's the problem with our society right now. Everyone's just like, who hasn't said something stupid in their lifetime? It's like saying the N-word, I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that. Like saying it. Like chest out, like as a comedy thing. No, but like he had intent. Definition. It's about all the stuff he said behind. He had intent by it, and then he's gonna come at you for thinking maybe you said gay Fisher as a joke. Like it's not even the same ballpark. So like the fact that these are the people educating us and fueling these fans to call us toxic and we're divas and can't get over it. F it. I'm so glad you tripled down. I'm happy to triple down. And I wanted to since I got all you here and Lewis is gonna join you because I got I wanted to call out to him. But I wanted to thank everybody on this stream because these are my friends. Okay. So if you're out there hearing about my friends and what my friends are saying. They're not my friends. <laughs> They're people I don't like who I've pretended to be friends with who are like talking shit because, and that's why they're not friends because they're talking to people like Matt Jarbo. So don't let that shit buy you. Like that, that, that's all false. These are my friends, Lewis here too. There's others, but like this is my, these and Steph and you know, other people that have, have become very close to me and this brand, but these are people I trust. So if you hear, if you see them talking shit, then something's wrong. Because uh, <laughs> I, I just, uh, we are at a, friends to me. And this is the piece I wanted to say. When you have a friend and you have a problem with that friend, you say it to them. You don't go straight to Twitter. Now, if, yeah. if you have a beef with them and things blow I up. I hit and up you... John Roker straight through DM, too, as a man. He has not responded. He never did. I've done it to him. Let me say, I hit up Harloff. Harloff, he responded. He said, yo, bro, I, I don't, he, I, he like, I don't, I don't, I'm not even know nothing about what's going on. I stay away from it. He stays away from the drama entirely. He says he just likes to talk about filming movies right now. He is in a, in a, in a cave chilling, trying to do his own thing. And I had to fill him in about everything that happened. And he was like, you know, maybe try to talk to him. I'm like, bro, I tried to talk to him, bro. That's why I'm hitting you up. I won't even be hitting you up if I was successful at trying to talk to him. The only reason why I'm hitting you up, Harloff, is because I know that's your boy. Trevante you don't want to freaking plug this off. When you got me in Collider, I met this fool twice. So all I'm saying is maybe you can hit him up and tell this fool. To, he won't. Uh, Joe, Christian's got and no. Harloff said, you know what? I'm going to tell him to check his DMs. So I'm sorry. Cool. That's it. And then when he checks his DMs, he'll see my DM there, and then we'll see what happens. Oh, he sees it. Roga's a, Roga doesn't care. And 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 I don't even mean this as disrespectful, Christian. But you you just said it. Christian does, Christian has now separated himself. He's in a, and he's yeah. in his own bubble of just like if he if he yep. if he pees the wrong way, that he's got a dozen people on that team that'll be like, no, you got push it. It's like he's just stuck. I, I, I get what it yeah. is. It's a bummer for him. Uh, but uh, that whole side, I'm so over it. <laughs> so they're just such hypocrites. 
And people like Roca, Jay Washington, all these people coming forward. Like, dude, just leave us. Yeah, I don't know what he's Block saying. us. I, I, mute Roka, us. I'm get out come, of our I'm lives. Why are, you, why are you mentioning either of our names? And you're, Just get move on with your Roka, life. I'm sick on Jay Washington, too, to see what he said, too. Jay Washington, uh, dude, you wouldn't be over there without the hookup I gave you. So shut up, dude. It's just it's sickening how quick they move on. Here. They want clout so bad. That's tight. It's it's That's ridiculous, tight. but anyway, I, I I'm glad we got to sort all this out. I I I I'm, I get I get upset when people paint it as we're attacking Ray Fisher, like that is such nonsense. I'm, I'm slightly you know trolling him now because he came at you. I've every right to do that because he's still not up. Excuse me, he's apologized, and you said it. He's doing those Twitch streams and not addressing it. So attacking Ray Fisher. Give me a break. We haven't attacked Ray Fisher. We ask questions. And asking questions should be all the time. It should be the first thing we do when accusations come out. Listen and ask questions so we, and do your homework so we can make sure, well, what's this mean? Until someone comes out with an actual accusation that we can then, you know, source and then the other person responds, there's nothing we should be doing. But Ray Fisher wants to just cancel every, you know, anybody who's done him wrong or not hired as barber. Damien, I want your back on this because you texted me about this. We have a source that says, if this is true, correct me, because you're a professional in the production set. We had a right, source right. who said that uh, Ray Fisher brought his barber in like mid-shoot and sort of expected that to happen. And I remember you DM me like, and to confirm, you correct me, studios don't just like get, deal out credits unless they hired the actual production because there's contracts and credit negotiations that happen. Back me up. Yeah, no. Um Here's the thing that typically, and I've actually, I know of a couple of barbers that actually used to cut like, you know, LL Cool J's hair and stuff like that on and, on CIS and stuff like that. And um, if you pay for them privately, you know, you pay them privately and it's whatever. And they're allowed to be on set and you can bring them on set. Heck, you can bring them into your trailer. But unless an actual um, contract is signed by, and it's normally, normally given to them by a producer um, or given to them by like a co-producer and assistant producer, sometimes... I mean, with crews that big, the director doesn't even know who signed the contract and who did. I mean, they know the they know that obviously if you're there, you probably signed the contract. But in order to get a credit, you have to sign a contract releasing your work and releasing all kinds of things, and that has mm -hmm. to go up the chain and then get approved to get on that credit list. That credit list isn't just for anybody who um, walks on set and helps out. I mean, because for that matter, then you know the person who dropped off Uber Eats. Well, I dropped off Uber Eats every time I got there. I get a credit too, right? I brought them food. No, it doesn't work like that. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter how much effort and, and energy you put into. A lot of interns are on sets and they don't get credited. You know, there's a lot of type of people that actually work on sets, and they're like, you'll see it in their IMDb. You'll see um, such and such position uncredited. It doesn't mean that they weren't there, and it doesn't mean that someone didn't cut them a check. It means that they didn't sign the contracts and they weren't hired by the studio to do so, so they don't get the name on the credits. So, yeah, that happens actually with a lot of people, not just barbers. Right, in so which case... And, and, and right. I'll add even more. Like, uh, in my experience of being in Hollywood production, in that trailer where those hairstylists are at, usually those two, those three people, those four people, depending... Those are the ones that are going to get the credit because they have their their table, their space, their contracts all set up, and they have their positions. A lot of people who have actors have their own dudes, their own crew roll with them, and don't nobody really care. Don't nobody trip off of hair and makeup like that. You could bring your own homie, and they'd be like, all right, I'm not doing hair and makeup. I'm going to have my boy do me. They'd be like, okay, hair and makeup. Be like, okay, you don't have to go in the trailer to get your hair and makeup done. Like for me, when I wasn't, they wanted to try to trim my beard to be on a certain production. I was like, I'm not gonna be doing that <laughs> and it was like yo what's going on? it was like no 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 he's cool with the director and oh okay okay so i look totally different that's why you see me in 
19 I'm in a 1960s timepiece with a freaking big in his beard on his shit, bro because it's just that's just how it is like for actors and people in the know they just don't they, they don't have to do those things so when an actor or uh, uh says oh I got my dude that's riding with me he is he's part of my crew producers and directors be like yeah whatever man it is what it is you know what I'm saying make sure he's cool that's it. It's it's very loose like that. It's not unless you want to get that credit, unless you want to be hired by the studio as a hairstylist. You talk about a whole different uh, ballpark with everything that Damien said. Right. And I think that's what's important, because it's like it's it, he, he, the way he said it even prompted me to ask questions. And when when I asked questions, this douchebag on Twitter called me racist. And then Ray used that opportunity to showcase that tweet. Like, hey, everybody, back off, leave me alone. It's sort of how it plays, right? And so it's like, that's how, how is that accountability? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, accountability to me is like, you, you aren't afraid to answer questions. Like, when I came forward to sort of put, to knock my stuff down, I, would, I talked to everybody. I wasn't afraid to talk to people. And there was a point earlier in my life where I would have been afraid to talk to people because I had a lot to hide, right? That's a, this is a difference. Like, if you're worried about going on an outlet because they're going to sandbag you or because you're hiding something back, that's a red flag, right? If, you got, if you're like, you know what? I'm confident in this. I'm, I, can handle, I can handle the heat. I got nothing to hide. I will respond to anything you throw at me. Then that, to me, is the person who's being honest. You know what I mean? So for the fact that like accountability is greater than entertainment and he can't handle these questions and us sort of asking the stuff that clearly is clearly we pushed a button Jody asking these questions because he's yet to sort of reply or, or do it. Cause people are just blindly like, well, yeah, if they didn't hire Barber, Warner brothers must be racist because there's a problem in the black lives matter. Yeah, Ray, we got you. Thank you for calling out accountability, right? Is what's happening right now. And I'm sorry, but I need more than that. I'm not just going to let that happen. That's ridiculous. But that's, that's what it all started. And then, uh, you know, it, it proceeded to go further as these. But sort of, I'll say this though. A director can a director. Joss Whedon could have given him his barber the credit without all the contracts she. Well, it would have been a special producer. thanks, right? Exactly, exactly. It would have been, been a no. It would have got him as hair and makeup if he wanted to. If Joss wanted to do it, he could have done it. He could have gotten him listed as an official hair and makeup in the hair and makeup section. That's the power that the director and the producer has. Well, and I know Joss could have but done it. I guess probably, right, Damien, it could happen, but it's more complicated, right? A special thanks credit is way easier for the director just to throw in. But if there was a contract with that current makeup team. What Damien is saying, though, is, is, is correct for an employee. But what we're talking about is a special circumstance of favor to the actor. Right. Yo, so this is my barber. Oh, can you hook him up? Yeah, oh, but no, that, sure doesn't that hear, doesn't oh, that yeah. need so, to happen so before just, production and actually have it be part of the negotiations? Well, and, no, not necessarily. Um, so, no, not, so here's really. the thing. So if a, let's say, for example, uh, a director is like, you know what? Your barber came in here and he, he saved the day. I'm going to give him a movie credit. And he yeah. does that. He still has to sign a contract. You cannot. You cannot. He would be sign on the, something. Because it's, for, something. it's from distrib the distributor. And, the, and it's, it's the distributor. See, when the distributor puts it out into the world, they need to know that everybody on there that's accredited has signed a contract of releasing their name and releasing that stuff. So it, it's it's a part of. It's not just. It's not just a production. He would sign company. something. I yeah, think. he would have to sign something. So it's not just a matter of hey, did he get paid or not? Did he sign a contract? Now, if he if someone told him say hey yo dude I got you I'm gonna put you in a credit and then just forgot about it and never followed through and got a paperwork in there to get him to sign a contract that's one thing. But if it's like, hey, I'm going to give you the credit, I'm going to give you the credit, you hear it is, you sign the contract, and you put it, up, and it doesn't show up, that's when you have, like, you could actually sit there and go legitimately, like, yo, they did not give you my credit. But you don't, you don't appear on that credit list unless you've signed something. 
So that's my thing. So if he didn't appear, it's because he probably didn't sign something. Right. Not because they're racist is what, to me, is frustrating. And, and, he's, and it goes the other way, too. It goes the other way in, in, in the entertainment industry with film, especially music. Uh, a lot of people get producer credit when they haven't done nothing. But it's like honorary producer credit. And they haven't signed anything either, but they get their name on it. It's really a lot of people are about, you know, put my name on that. Let me get my name on that. But they know they don't have any rights to monetarily. They don't have any monetary rights unless they actually do it like Damien said. And you have something on a piece of paper. A contract signed. That's how you get that. But I think that Ray Fisher wanted his barber just to get the credit. I'm sure he was paid out of Ray Fisher's own pocket. I just think that he wanted that credit. So I don't know, man. Like it, it's neither here nor there, in my opinion, at this point, because we know Ray Fisher's full of shit. So it's like, what what, what does it matter? Like, what does it matter it, you, to get the barber credit? Oh, that's cool. But that's the small part of the issue here. The bigger, outstanding part of the issue is that you accused the director of the entire production and his boss and his boss's boss of enabling two of them and Joss of actually implementing abusive and toxic, aggressive, gross behavior. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, I, so the, all of this is proving that we, have, it, there's reasons to not just believe everything you hear and you're we're allowed to ask some questions and the way that that tweet was phrased and the sources we've had from pinewood who said through chris's source um said chris i mean right it was just like that you the, the source said yeah well he just showed up and tried to make him part of the team correct yeah he said that he he brought him in himself and he wasn't officially a part of production right in which case he had clearly didn't yeah, sign a contract was that he promised him credit yeah, I doubt he signed to anything. Got it. And so the question is, was he paid? That to me is the bigger thing. So anyway, all this just proving oh, like, <laughs> all this proving like, what? Well, what are we talking about? What is what is he out there? So everything, it just it's frustrating because now I wanted to believe the guy. I, I it seemed like he was trying to do some good, but <laughs> what is what are you doing? Let what me tell you. Here's the thing. Here's the sad part. Here's the sad part. What if Josh Whedon is exactly what Ray Fisher alluded to and everything that we have heard about Josh Whedon is true and Josh is a nasty, disgusting, gross, terrible motherfucker. Because Ray Fisher lied on me and and threw out these tweets in this nasty way, ain't nobody going to believe that boy that cry wolf and then a gross motherfucker actually got away with some shit. That's the, that's the real ill. Yeah, no, it's, it's upset. It upsets me because it's like that's the problem when, when you just start getting lost in the weeds with these little petty nonsense coming at me and you. Come on, Ray. Why are you even paying attention to us? <laughs> Let's be honest, right? Why would he? Because he's 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 getting hurt. He's getting bothered. And so it's just like to play like you don't care and then do that is, is upset. Uh, let's get to uh, – all right, so we, I saw a couple – and I want to get to who we should play. Since we've talked about this, I, now we got all that out of the way. Uh, we uh, Let's just have some fun and not keep dwelling on this because – uh, I want to get to who should play Cyborg. Let's say, uh, let's say, Yay's out because they're, look, there are rumors that they don't want to. Nobody wants yeah, to work with him anymore. Uh, who should be it? So uh, a lot of see. I said uh, uh, Tony. Let's go. Got Damian Adon, Chris, Jody. Go, Andy. Love this. Love you, man. Thank you so much. There was a couple other actually. Make sure I, I call you guys out. Xavier, thank you, Xavier, for that donation. You just made me um, point out the first person. Uh, oh, no, you said, oh, no, you said somebody else. Uh, sorry, you said, uh, but, oh, sorry, I misread it. Somebody else said it. Uh, but Giovanni, jo, Jovan Wade, who plays Cyborg in Doom Patrol, uh, I see a lot of people suggesting, too. I have yet to watch Doom Patrol. I hear it's good. What, what do you guys think? Who's, who's watched it in the panel? I have. Is he good? Yeah. I mean, given what he's... Uh... 
like he doesn't uh, right now let's say if he had the makeup and styling that they did in justice league i think he could pull it off a lot better but uh the the feel of it is a lot more true to the character in my opinion yeah because also, he's got more comedy uh well he's got <laughs> he's bit. got a little bit more uh he they still they're still leaning into a little bit of his doom and gloom on on this yeah. one. but he does have a little bit more and he actually says i think he says booyah at least a couple times but um but aside from that i I don't see him um, as the movie cyborg only because uh, cyborg is an ex football player and he he feels he feels like at best a running back for college maybe um, but you know cyborg's a, a <laughs> cyborg's an ex football player he's got to look like you know a wide receiver a running back he's got he's got to have a little bit of size to him and he's got to have a little bit of you know something that goes that, that makes him look a little bit more. Um, I got somebody. Someone hybrid, someone hybrid enough to look like a, you know, like a cyborg. So he's, yeah. he's what I call a good TV, um, good for TV cyborg. That's what I call him. All right, and then who? Uh, let's go down the line. Damien, did you have someone you want to pitch? <laughs> My pitch um, is. I like your outside the of, box one. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of um, you know, my cyborg is a cyborg who can be serious. My cyborg is someone who can make you laugh, and he he keeps he hides his pain through his comedy. Um, so my cyborg is Jay uh, Farrow. I, he's if you look at him, he's from SNL. He's known for his impersonations. He's That's got a little wit. dude though. He don't got the look the at him right, right now. Look at him right now. He's six one. You got yo. Put Jay Farrow. Put Jay Farrow ripped. Look at him right now. He put oh, on forty shit. pounds of oh, muscle. Did? All right, hold on. Yeah. I'm looking for the ripped version. Uh, hold on. Wow, what just happened? Okay, he was at something happened at my gunpoint. What? Jay Farrow so, ripped. He did like a new new uh, Kumano Ninja. Oh wow! Damn. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Damien. He looks right. like he looks like a wide receiver, all star right now. He he's got he's got the body. He's got the comedy. He's got the Holy look. He can do impressions. He can do impressions. This guy is he's well received. I mean, people, people like he's got a great personality. He's been well received on a lot of different, not just talk shows and comedy shows, but just in general, like all the people Damn. that he does impersonations of Eddie Murphy, Denzel Washington, Kanye West. I mean, they've all, uh, Jamie Foxx has sat up next to him and just laughed with him. This guy just brings, he brightens the room. But I've also seen him uh, talk about, you know, like, for example, like Black Lives Matter or something like that. And he can get serious. And he, and like any comedic, any comedian um, laughs at their pain typically and they go through some pretty dark times and as an actor he could do it so from the physique to the comedy to the to the likability i think he's the kind of cyborg Dude, that i could get behind look at that transformation jay farrow yes. good for you man i mean that's unreal that uh, i mean dropped 40 pounds and yeah i got on a six pack but yeah that that i because I, I agree with jody i was like well i couldn't see it but man all right he's got he's he's got bulked up uh I, that's a fascinating uh fascinating call uh what were you gonna say jody who did you who did you want to pick so I'm I'm picking somebody who is a sexy man, sexy man, very capable actor, just as good as an actor as Yay Fisher, if not much better. Uh, an actor who is positive for for blackness, an actor who was out there with the crowd when Black Lives Matter hit, an actor who I respect, an actor who can play comedic roles and serious roles, and has already played comedic and serious roles an actor who is already having a great long-standing relationship with warner brothers i guess you guessed it he goes by the name of michael b jordan okay i mean yeah he's I, he would never do it 
My vote is for Daniel Kaluuya. Get out proved he has the darkness for the DC universe. Oh, yeah. DC flu. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya would be good from, uh, from get out. Uh, good one, David. Um, give him the DC flu. Yeah. You got, you guys will get that when you watch interns of field. Uh, the DC virus is an episode. Uh, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya is good. I liked him. He proved his darkness for the DC universe. I, I, I could see that. Uh, and Michael B. Jordan. I mean, come on, of course, who doesn't like Michael B. Jordan? The other one, everyone in the chat keeps saying, which who I like was, is just John Boyega. Um, John Boyega could be an interesting take. I, again, I don't think he's going to want to do anything else. Uh, like that anytime soon, given his <laughs> Star Wars stuff, him him dropping well, Warner in. Warner Brothers is known for being so much more f- creatively free on their directors and their actors. They're they're True. able to really explore. Disney's very much uh, by the book, you know, and tight with their with their vision. Uh, but I wanted uh, it was Xavier. I just didn't, I didn't have him upright, but now I want Xavier pitched uh, uh, Trevante Rhodes, who I love. He was in um, Moonlight and The Predator. Uh, but he's he's ripped. He's a good actor. I could see him doing a great mm-hmm. cyborg as well. Um, I thought I was gonna say Boyega. <laughs> he was out. Shout to Boyega though. I like uh, I like him, man. Respect. Uh, Don, you had a pick too. Who were you picking? Uh, mine is a. Uh, not everybody's gonna know him, and if you, unless you watch the show, the originals on CW. But uh, Charles oh, no. Michael Davis. Uh, he played one of the uh, vampire characters, a long-running character in that show. He like Michael B. Jordan. Oh. He like Pharaoh. He like he like Pharrell and Michael B. Jordan fused. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sexy guy. <laughs> Dang. Yes, and he plays a like, character like when he plays his role, he's like very smooth, uh, they did charismatic. The and then, um, yeah. like he, but he can also portray a very serious role. Um, oh, and that show is mostly serious a lot of times, but he can be very smooth. And there's times where uh, Cyborg, being as he is, is a smooth character, uh, nonetheless. And so he can have fun with that. And I can see him being that. So I wanted a character, uh, an actor that wasn't too old, but uh, not too young. He looks like he could be like in college. And he has a physique that he could be like an athlete as well. So I like everybody's choice. Uh, this was just happens to be mine. And I think he would do well as a, going into a more serious role. I am at either of these choices. And then I saw that we just got uh, from. Uh, 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 oh, it's uh, yeah from Bunda. Bunda's doing a joke pick, but he wants uh, the the basketball player James Harden. <laughs> the beard. I don't think it would work. It's got like a Jody beard. <laughs> Can Cyborg have a Jody beard? Blasphemy. What about Blasphemy. LeBron? <laughs> LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. Why? No way. LeBron. No way. Why is this going? I you, mean, he's he's been in movies. He could play a legit cyborg, a real he motherfucker, could. tall, big. Yeah. He would never do it because they ain't, they can't afford for that role to play to pay LeBron fifteen twenty million dollars for that. <laughs> That's for facts. Uh, yeah. Actually, you know, if um if I could, if, I mean, he's a little old for cyborg, but I would have I would have loved young Terry Crews. Ooh, Terry Crews. Yeah. Warner Brothers doesn't want to do anything with Terry uh, Crews. Yeah, he's got yeah, way yeah, too yeah. many. Uh... Young, young, young Terry Crews would have been another. Dang, that's dang near yeah. perfect. He's dang near he's... Cyborg in person. <laughs> he is. He's I want. Fun. Has he never and done I, Cyborg? And you know he's going to say, Booyah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> while while pop rocking. Booyah! Like, Booyah! Flexing pecs. Booyah! Booyah! You know, like that's that would have been that's my life. Perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. He's just fifteen years too old. But that's why that's why I kind of went with my dude because I was like, man, I need someone who's gonna who could do booyah, and you're gonna be like, dude, it, it fits him. 
know what I mean? Like, I feel like, um, and I'm not, we, I mean, we can never word it out, but like a Don's pick is so smooth. Like, I can't see him doing the, like, being funny and that with Terry Crews kind of thing and, and, and just bringing that. Like, he's always playing suave and he's playing like, every like trying to pick Tyrese. Tyrese can't, Tyrese is funny, but he can't do comedy. He can't, no, he can't I agree. actually be that comic relief. Um, so I, I, I um, John Boyega, I've seen John Boyega do, do some pretty funny things. I really do. I like that one. Um, but yeah, <laughs> everyone's Terry Crews too much baggage. You know, he's got a lot, not to call, but it's like, he does have some baggage, right? He's like the anti Ray Fisher on Twitter. It seems like he's the Ray <laughs> Fisher and him would not get a, that's about as opposite as you could get with the stuff. I mean, I, I don't even yeah. follow it, but it seems like he's the other side of the coin of just like, uh, what Ray Fisher believes, but uh, look, He's still doing um, AGT. No, he's not. He's got hasn't gotten canceled yet. Yeah, uh, no, they're did, trying he to. He dropped the movie on Netflix, I think. Where he was like a, a um, he was a hero. Uh, let's see here. He was. It was like for his neighborhood or something like that. Um, oh yeah, that's on uh, Terry Crews still. Yeah, we were just mentioning his, his, his drama. Stuff that he's not canceled. Oh yeah, John Henry, you talking about? Yeah. yeah. And then we what had a terrible uh, film that was. Oh yeah. my good god, freak my life. <laughs> she was terrible. What do you think of this one, Jody? This one just got super chatted in. Hold on, wait, where is it? Uh, open it up. Uh, what about uh, this? Came in from Stewart, uh, Kurt Lazarus. <laughs> what the freak? Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder as a cyborg. No, he can't do that. <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> <Imagine them>. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. No. Nah. <laughs> I, would watch that. I, I won't lie. I would watch That's the hell out of it. It's like Iron Man <laughs> as, yeah, as, as playing Cyborg. That would be a weird. Uh, I would watch it, but yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Man, I want a Tropic Thunder too, man. That's all you're making me think about right now, seeing this fool play uh, that Colonel again, man. Shit. Uh, I couldn't make that movie again. Or- the dude. Dang, that was just a good movie, man. That's just a, that a good movie. That's 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 a that's a classic already. already <laughs> it's just one of those, I mean, but it's like also just, it was at the right at the cusp of when movies like that are now you can't do them. But I feel like that's gonna yeah. go back to like remembering. Oh, that's when movies st- you you, you got to stop doing certain kinds of movies. Uh, yeah, it's but depressing. You really think that you can't do that anymore? Because no, make a movie now. No, I, dude. I think, I think I think someone has to break the mold and say yes, I can do it. But if you're gonna do it, go all out. You're gonna have a white dude play blackface. You have a black guy play a white woman. You're gonna have a transvestite play straight. You're gonna have you like you got, if you're gonna do it, go all out and just say, look, let them be characters. Yeah, just let them be characters. Like Cloud Atlas. Down with it. I yeah. mean, I think there's like a certain Atlas. point. There is a certain point where I feel like someone's gonna revolt against sort of the status quo and make. Yeah, because it's like I'm, I'm watching The Office, right? I always watch The Office at night. Whenever my girl and I can't figure out what to watch, we always just result into the comfort of The Office. And I see episodes in there, and I'm like, they would never be able to do this today. And it's just sort of depressing because you're like, no, this is funny. This isn't, like, hateful at all. But, yeah, they're, they're doing some stuff that crosses right that does it. But that's part of the humor. Like, uncomfortableness makes it funny, and you, they're, they're idiots doing it, right? So the fact that you can't do that anymore, it's like we're just dumbing down everything. So I think at some point there could be a turn where someone's like, I've had enough. It's time. to Let's be edgy again. And then that's going to blow people's minds, right? So it's all curbs in my mind, but I, I don't know. I don't think to, anytime soon you could do a Tropic Thunder without a bunch of people getting upset. They tried to cancel him after the fact recently. It was crazy. That's weird. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just a dude disguised. I'm just a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. dude. What does that even mean? You do know what dude is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just a man playing a man. Yeah, he's <laughs> so good. He's so good in that. Uh, James Taylor oh. says my picks are Isaiah, uh, Isaiah Mufasa. He was also Old Spice, Old Spice, right? He was the original Old Spice guy before. Terry Dirt, Crews, right? Yes. Uh, Dennis, yeah, he was before. Yep, yeah, he was. And then uh, Dennis Haysbert. No, he's way too old for like oh, the no. yeah, president yeah. from 24 and, and uh, Allstate guy. No. Uh, Zach Taylor. <laughs> I don't know Zach Taylor. Who's Zach Taylor? I don't know who that is. I don't know this. And then Joe Morton. Hey, I know his face. Joe Morton plays the dad. He's already done it. You can't have Joe Morton again play Cyborg. That'd be weird. Have you guys uh, seen uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? You guys Parts it? of it. Do you know who plays Mac? <laughs> no. About, they the talk about real Zach. Guy. Uh, wait, Zach Taylor, oh, Zach Taylor from the Black Rangers. From the Power Rangers. Rangers. Sorry. Uh, I was like, what are you talking about? And it's like, oh, yeah, Zach Taylor. Okay. All right. I can see that. Talk to Zach, though. I love Zach, man. Zach was tight, bro. And he, he was, was racist. Yeah. He was racist, but he was tight. His character was racist. God oh, damn. Yeah. Well, there he is. Freak. Is he there? Well, Why does if the... you think about the Power Rangers, they were all kind of racist. Yep. Put... The Native well, was American Zordon. was red. Yellow. Zordon was racist, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, bro! I Listen, um, I'm going to put you in the black suit. Yeah. No association. <laughs> you go in the yellow. Uh, white for you, red for you. See, it works out. <laughs> and, and before he was white, he was the green one, and he was the Irish one. So that's right. Even that's with right. Jason, though, he was the Irish. Like one. Jason, he was Native American, right? But hold on, to, to Zordon's to Zordon's defense, he's an alien. So he's like, look, I don't, I'm just not gonna, I don't know what your race is. I'm just gonna sort you by colors. I don't, I don't even know your name. I think it was College Humor did that sketch. I remember watching that <laughs> but, like, but, back in the but day. Could we be honest here though? Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just playing the game. But let's keep it a buck. No cyborg in the in the future of DC. He's out of there. The well, that's what I was getting to everybody's. But so let's go there. But real quick, Eric. Thank you, Eric. He says yeah. uh, too old for Ty, Terry Crews. Thank you for that. And he also Terry, Eric also suggested Michael J. White. He has DC movie history too. I liked Michael J. White, but I think uh, yeah. Let's so I, I, did I get everybody? I want to make sure. I will, and you guys can pitch what we talk about moving forward. But mm-hmm. did I get everybody's comments? Uh, uh, yes, it looks like I did. Sorry if I didn't. We'll come back. There was one. Um, Someone, you, uh, so Django, you keep asking me to check out Brie Larson's channel. I'll, I'll do that later. I don't want to d- distract too much right now, but thank you for saying that. Um, but uh, w- w- so we we talked about it briefly in the beginning. But yeah, Jody, you were about to say, what are you, what, just Cyborg? Do we need him? Wouldn't we rather no, have no, Martian Manhunter, like, Green Lantern? Well, There's a bunch of characters we could have. Where do, where do you guys uh, think? Manhunter, Martian that. Manhunter. I would argue against that, Jody. I'm sorry, my man. All right, let's do it. Let's sorry, make a nerd man. war he needs right to go here. With the Teen Titans, bro. Cyborg needs to go with the Teen Titans. Well, you know what? You could have Cyborg segue to the Teen Titans, but here's the thing: Cyborg, his connection with the mother boxes and being able to make like you know the boom tubes, that's actually a very important part, especially if you ever want to bring in like you know uh, just uh, have Dark Side and stuff like that and Dark Side. But my point is that Cyborg's Cyborg's ability to first of all, he is without as long as Batman's there. He is the he is the back computer when there is no back computer around. That's one thing. The other thing is that he he is he is the other comic relief. Like it's, unless you put Shazam in there, but I don't even like so uh, the, the current Shazam's comic relief. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I prefer a, a funnier cyborg than the Shazam that we currently have. Um, so that's why I'm like, no, we still need Cyborg. And if, yes, segue him to Teen Titans, but we need Cyborg in the DC universe. To have him just completely gone doesn't make sense. All right, we're doing a nerd um, wars. Here it is. Jody's rebuttal. Jody. 
So the DC Universe could use Cyborg, but I don't think that we're disagreeing on that. I'm disagreeing on him being in Justice League in the future of the universe. You know, how we're going to do like a rebirth kind of thing and how we're going to build a new team in the, the original seven, the seven. I don't think that Cyborg should be a part of the seven. I so think let's, that should be So let's make this fight clear. That. Should Cyborg be part of the seven if and when they reboot yeah. Justice League? No. That's the question. You're saying no. Damien, you say no. yes? I say yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, Don, you can help judge us with me. Yeah, deal. All right, let's do this. Let's go ahead. So yeah. let me ask, let me ask something. Who are, you, who are you planning on putting in if you remove Cyborg? Let me Manhunter, the one who should be there. Manhunter. All right, so Manhunter was there. And he, you know, I mean, briefly, we saw, I think he's going to be in the Snyder uh, Cut. And we're going to, here's the thing with Manhunter. We're going to get um, another alien being. Uh, so we already have, you know, Superman, he, you know, the guy who I could say his, you know, fine, his psychic powers or whatever, but then he's, you know, afraid of fire. I don't think that we're going to get the Manhunter we want. I think we're better off getting, and then we're going to have another serious character. That's another thing. Manhunter is so serious. He's so I am afraid of fire. We already have enough serious characters, and if they reboot this, they're gonna to have to reboot this in a manner that we're gonna have we're gonna to have to have more levity in some places. Manhunter is just another heavy character, and we already have a heavy Batman and a heavy Superman, and even our Wonder Woman is kind of heavy. I need I need some I need someone to bounce off of the Flash. I need someone who's gonna sit there and go and 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 give us that break in the tension and that break in the in the serious and the drama. Otherwise, we're gonna end up with another sad Justice League with Manhunter. I disagree completely, and I'm not even going to argue the fact of why we need to have a certain level of, of serious characters and a certain ratio of, of, of goofy characters. I'm only making my argument based off of the original seven that should be there from the comic, like the most popular version should be uh, Flash, Green Lantern, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, Manhunter, and Aquaman. That's the seven. Cyborg is not a part of it. He's new 52, I believe. So maybe the last 10 years he got issued 10 years ago. He's been uh, cyborg uh, into like 2009 or 2010 into the Justice League. Man, that's Manhunter slot, bro. Manhunter is a powerful character. He's a better character than Cyborg. He will kill Cyborg at any moment that he wants. Cyborg is a good tech guy, but a better tech guy is Batman. Batman could do anything. Want him to be. Uh, Green Lantern is lighthearted and cocky if you want him to be, but I don't, I'm not trying to lighthearted dark, lighthearted dark. No, just give me the original Justice League as they should be. Give me that seven with Manhunter in that thing and let's really make this team pop because we don't know. Because look, Aquaman, Jason Momoa, he's lighthearted too. He's more, he's more Yahoo, yeah, dude. But I think that's toned down a little bit with James Wan, but he's still a jokey type of character. He's a cool dude, you know what I mean? So if we're really breaking it down, who are the serious characters? Wonder Woman is serious, but then she could flip to lighthearted. Batman, we don't know if Robert Pattinson is going to be. He's the future Batman. Let's just assume he'll be serious, though. We don't know who our Superman is going to be. We don't know if it's going to be Henry Cavill. And if that's the case, then Superman should be serious then with a little lightheartedness every now and then then you have a lot of room to wiggle around. At the end of the day, I just think it'll appease the fans to give us the right uh, seven movie. Damien? Well, uh, I guess final thoughts on this one because we'll keep this one short. The thing is that I don't like when they we have, we have a Justice League already. I want to add characters to it. I don't want to take the characters away from it. Um, I want us to continue the story. I wanted to see. I, I kind of got a oh, glimpse of the Superman okay. that we had. 
I like my Henry Cavill. I want gotcha, him to continue gotcha. as Superman. Um, Still but hold on to the past. Hey, look, unless they do a full reboot, because the problem is if you do a full reboot, then we're going to lose Gal Gadot. I like her as Wonder Woman. I like Aquaman. I like Jason Momoa as Aquaman. If Unless you do a Flashpoint, and if we're going to do a Flashpoint anyways... Okay, so since we're doing a Flashpoint anyways... That means that cyborg would still exist. He'd just be a different person or a different whatever. So we can since we're going to do that for the recast. You can still get our our balanced cyborg. And then guess what? Remember when Manhunter first showed up? He was a he was a villain. He was the enemy. Superman and him fought. So at first, I would like Manhunter to be introduced as someone that they're going up against, and then realize at the end, oh wait, we're all supposed to be on the same team. So him being part of the Justice League, sure that could come that could come later, and then you could get your original seven. But you, I feel like you need to carry the, the, the characters that we have, do through Flashpoint, and then introduce your Manhunter. I'm not saying not have Manhunter. I'm just saying don't lose the characters that we have because we need to be invested in this timeline that we've got going on. And I'm quite the opposite. The timeline is done, needs to blow up. The <laughs> Snyderverse is an Elseworld story. We're moving on. The, it's a multiverse, Elseworld, non-canon story. And Warner Brothers is about to reboot it with Flashpoint. We're going to keep Wonder Woman. We're going to keep Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Robert Pattinson's Batman will be the new Batman. Batfleck is gone. Cyborg, unfortunately, will be gone. Uh, Henry Cavill, I'm more 70-30 that he's gone. And who else? is uh, Ezra Miller's Flash is probably the only thing that's going to come over because he's the one that sparks Flashpoint. So he will come through. So once Flashpoint is done, we will have Ezra Miller's Flash. We'll have Ezra Miller, Wonder Woman, Jason Momoa. Those are the only three characters that I believe for sure will come out from Snyderverse into the new future of DC. That old universe that you want to, to it's done. Warner Brothers, even Zach said, it's an Elseworld. It's a multiverse. It's going to it's gonna be wiped away once his, uh, his Justice League movie comes out. And Flashpoint comes out, it's going to officially split the divide and make a completely new universe. So we're going to have like four slots that need to be filled. And I think they should be filled with Green Lantern and uh, uh, Manhunter, among others. I didn't know if you were calling it time, but all right. So I was, I, I was prepping another game, but let, we're, you, you, do you want one last oh, yeah, thought? Go ahead. You can go again, Damien. No, uh, <laughs> I want to, Don, you have a, do you have a verdict? Um, I see where you're going for. And Damien, uh, to me, the argument was like rebooting the justice league and whatnot. And honestly, you didn't sell me on it. A lot of things that were, uh, felt contradictory on it. And I agree with Jody in the sense that, you can get those humors and those parts that you're trying to get from, not necessarily from Cyborg. You can pull it from other characters, and you can uh, and you can give it that chance to revitalize through other means. Technically, you don't even have to go through the original seven. You can go. Justice League has so many different versions of their characters. You can go through anybody else, but the fact that you don't really need what he told me was you don't really need the. Uh, cyborg character to carry that mantle in that sense so sorry i'm gonna have to go with jody on this yeah <laughs> yeah chicken dinner there it is nerd war all right well you i, I was listening to much of it but then I, I was prepping a game because absent good sent over and i i from what i heard i, I agree but i didn't hear the end because absent good, I, absent up, good sent a really fun a game i want to try and play with you but damien what do you think of that before we go to it 
I was going to say, the moment he mentioned the original seven, I was like, yeah, shit. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> but, you know, I can't, I can't admit that. So I'm like, okay, wait, yeah. hold on. <laughs> I got to spin this. Um, but my thing is, that not my, my only problem with that was that, like, then we keep Ezra Miller. And I'm like, I, he was cool as Flash. I didn't, I'm not really about the swim no, running. No, a lot of people ain't feeling him. I, yeah. I'm so, not, so I'm like, yeah. you, you were like, okay. I was like, I'd rather be like Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot. And um, Jason Momoa, and be like, okay, cool, bring me everybody else. Like, if I was going to take anything over to the new uh, one, the only reason why you have to keep Ezra is because he's the one starting the flashpoint. He's going to come out of it. He could, and then he flashes points, and he comes out the other side. He's like, oh my God, I look different. What happened? Yeah, I think flashpoint. (laughs) I had a different mommy and daddy. Here's a fun fact about uh, the flashpoint doesn't mean that you can also keep the characters and just change them out. They also used the Flashpoint to just completely disappear characters. It's their version of the Snap, where they just yeah. disappear characters, and those characters don't exist Fizzle. flat out. And they also said this Flashpoint is not going to be a direct adaptation. They're going to do some freaky shit with this movie. Mm-hmm. That that's not even in Jeff Johns' graphic uh, is his line of uh, Flashpoint comic. So it's uh, it's going to be totally. He said it's going to be different. So they're going to not going to adapt the story. They're going to do their own thing, but they're going to use just like I said for so long. Jody Diamonds, they're going to use the Flashpoint power and event to change and help get this nar- this narrative going in a, in a more unilateral direction. Plus, side note, Martian Manhunter, the part that makes him fun is how he's so serious and the other characters make, they, he makes the other characters seem more lighthearted. Like, he can make Batman seem yeah, more lighthearted. Starting. And then um, and the part that he's even more serious is like when he developed an addiction to Chocos, which is the, their version of Oreos. Uh, oh, so nice. they could they could play off of that. There's a lot of humor that you can have off of a huge he's fish the, out of water situation. Exactly, he's the straight man in all those really hilarious movies. He's your Leslie Nielsen. He's <laughs> the straight guy on the airplane. Like, uh, like uh, surely you know we have to have someone do this. He's like. Yeah, no, we can't, and don't call me Shirley. That kind of situation. Uh, I, I know I messed up that line, but still, that's that is your Martian Manhunter. Jive. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I still jive. love that movie. Oh, Andy, I need God. you to send me your address so I can send you this airplane, bro, because it's yours. I'm not even opening it, bro. Uh, I got it for you, man. The, the from Paramount, the Paramount presents. This is yours, bro. You just gotta send me your address so I can mail it off, so you can enjoy your favorite movie of all time. Released in special Paramount Presents with all the bonus footage and added bonus footage. Uh, dot, and you know, you shoot, you, you know what? That, that's the 4K Sorry. version. No, I don't think so. I just think it's the regular Blu-ray. Uh, Plus, don't have 4K I, anyway, I had to so prep this uh, other thing. So I, I want to tr- thank you guys for watching this for the replay. I'm going to trim it here, and we're going to play. We're going to hang a little bit longer. And if you guys need to go, you can. But I, I but, uh, absent good pitch to game, and I just got some pieces for it because I think this is going to be fun. I'm going to try this. Uh, so stay tuned, live audience. Those of you watching it later, thank Greg, you so much up, for Greg? watching Nerd Wars. Thanks, if you want to see the whole show, always tune in Thursdays at 9 o'clock or become a member. You can always catch the other parts. Sometimes they get clipped here. Uh, or by our haters, you may see clips from those parts of the show. Uh, but thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe, join, go check out Jody's Corner. Uh, you know where that is. Go check out the yeah, other so. side, his trailer. Uh, Damon, you got to go over there and plug it on Jody's Corner. Has you, have, you, you got, have you seen this short film, dude? I've seen the trailer for it. Yeah, I remember I've seen the trailer. I didn't see the film. Over there at a certain point. You know what, Andy? How about this? Um, After uh, it gets announced for the uh, the uh, film festivals, I'll do a members only only screening on both channels. Ooh, yeah. 
Yeah, so become a member. Yeah, yeah then you'll get it in there. Yeah, that's, that hey, sounds and awesome. And Damien, and if every, uh, any of you, you guys want to come over to JC and be a guest, man, you just reach out, bro. It's, it's We all fam. Do it. I'll hook, yeah. I'll hook you up. Absolutely. Check out the other side, so stay tuned. If you're a member, you'll be able to check that out when we can. And then Adon, Nerd Tots, thank you, man. Chris, as always, is love you, Chris. Uh, don't go anywhere live. We're coming right back, but I'm just clipping this for later, so it's not a, a long stream if I stick out get with you guys bro, for a while. That's all we got. Bye! <laughs>